Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from Sauson Delay. Um, doing a little research on subhemorrhagic dermatitis, which is what I interpret um, dandruff as being. It's basically, you know, your skin getting flaky. Um, it's when um, I don't really what know exactly what causes it. Um, but um, you know, it's it's been linked to a bacteria, and that bacteria is fought by sandalwood, um, a bacteria or a fungus. And sandalwood is a good uh, thing that fights that. Sandalwood has been peer reviewed to um, fight hair loss. Um, you know, uh, of course, the sandalwood isn't applied at a hundred percent strength. Essential oils shouldn't really be used at 100% strength in any capacity, topically, um, ingesting-wise, um, internally, you know, whatever. should not be used in that fashion. Um, but, um, you know, rosemary, tea tree oil, all of these essential oils are, for the most part, antibacterial and antifungal. Now, when it comes to peppermint, uh, we know that menthol which is uh, active, which is a major component of, well, we know that menthol is inside peppermint and menthol is used um, as the active ingredient inside of, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Cold sore medicine, cold sore topical applications. The active ingredient is menthol and and some uh, zinc based compound. So these essential oils, effectively, when it comes to topical application and, 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 and cures and stuff and whatever it is, their main function is to kill a certain bacteria or kill a certain fungus that is living on top of our skin. Um, uh, so it's, it's um, you know, it shows you that not necessarily things like soap and and alcohol and whatever all these other cleansing products aren't necessarily the best ways to 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 fight bacteria on your skin for a prolonged period of time now you can't keep um alcohol on your skin for too long alcohol uh strips oils from your skin which would leave it exposed um to the elements and to bacteria after it evaporates um and you know if it strips away the oils that that leaves your skin susceptible to getting dry if you ever spilled rubbing alcohol um on your hands uh you would see that it you know it gets dry well since i'm black i can see it but i don't know if you can see it on a lighter skin you know but um you can see it clearly that it is drying out your skin there's like a uh, uh yeah so um when it comes to oils now your body produces oils your body produces sebum um jojoba oil is similar to sebum um and that's why it's 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 celebrated as a um great for hair care and it's inside many hair products you know because it it supposedly balances your sebum or it's it it behaves similar to sebum now 
what does the jojoba oil really do? I don't really think it fights any bacteria, but it protects moisture, which is very important in um, keeping your skin from drying out and cracking up and things uh, attacking it. So when you add the essential oils now, the essential oils have the added benefit of, um, of killing the bacteria. They're diluted in the carrier oil and your carrier oil can be anything. Um, it could be jojoba oil, it can be coconut oil, it could be castor oil. Now, I'm not... In the formulas that I've been um, formulating as of late, I have not been using castor oil or jojoba oil. No, 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 I'm sorry. I have not been using castor oil or coconut oil or almond, sweet almond. Sweet almond is known to be good. I don't really have an issue with a sweet almond, um, but I, I just I just don't really need it. I'm, I'm covered with the oils that I'm using. And... Um, my favorite oils my favorite oil is sunflower seed oil primarily secondarily hemp seed oil and uh, one of the oils that I don't actually have in Sosanduli that I'm a fan of is pumpkin seed oil I like pumpkin seed oil also um, it's almost as dark as hemp seed oil I, I usually put the pumpkin seed oil on my food um I use it as like um I use it kind of like a dressing um even though I don't really eat a lot of salad but let's say for instance um I have like a burrito I'll pour it in my burrito um yesterday I was having some pizza and I I, I poured some on my pizza and ate it um uh yeah so um but sunflower seed oil is known for skin healing um, uh, hemp seed oil has a variety of omega fatty acids. Um, you know, they're long chain fatty acids, which, you know, um, gives them a less likelihood, I, I would believe, of breaking down. So they provide a longer um, protection. Um, and uh, yeah, so... Um, Protecting your skin from losing moisture alone can be a positive benefit when it comes to fighting <clears throat> hair loss. <clears throat> um, just doing a little cursory research the other day, casual, I should say. I don't even know how to use the word cursory right, if I'm even saying the word right. But doing some casual research, I was trying to find out about the difference between the skin on on the majority of our body versus the skin on our head um, to determine you know whether it needs a different kind of treatment from the skin on the rest of our body and it kind of does um, the skin on your head is th the thickest on your body the skin on your head contains more blood vessels than any other skin on your body um, and that's why injuries too someone's head um bleeds so much um uh, the skin on on your head has a, a nice fatty layer that's kind of loose um and that that you know that kind of 
translate a little bit to your face to the fact that you're able to flex your face and you know make all kind of facial expressions and furrow your brow and all of that you know if it was rigidly connected to these areas then i guess we wouldn't have all these excuse me facial expressions oh man i need to schedule an appointment with the i'm sorry um so uh, the skin on your head is a little more oily than the other areas because it has many more sebaceous glands um, uh, and um, you know it has to maintain a, a oily kind of state and um, you know as we get older you know um, sebum some of that production comes from your liver so it's very important to get your liver function in in good condition and that's why i take things like milk thistle and 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 um and uh stinging nettle i drink milk thistle and stinging nettle tea um to clean out my kidneys and my liver um to keep those at optimal function i think exercise is very good for getting your liver to function optimally um you know just getting stuff squeezed out of the, all of those little vessels in it um so yeah sebum you know uh, in, uh, 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 sebum is um you know uh, a lot of the the liver has a big contribution to the production of sebum so you gotta get your liver in good condition um um so you know you want to stay away from alcohol uh you want to um you know keep your blood clean i guess i don't know how exactly you would do that um well the kidneys the kidneys clean the blood what does the liver do liver aids with your digestion uh but i don't know exactly what else it does i'm i'm, I'm at a loss right now but i should know um i think the liver has some contribution to the whole um digestive process and it's one of the largest organs probably in your body i mean next to you like your um uh it's probably bigger than your heart um yeah i think the liver is definitely bigger than your heart it's pretty big oh my gosh you know i'm thinking about <laughs> yeah so I, I don't really know where i'm going with it but um you know protect the moisture on your head uh, uh, what I'm realizing is that uh, I, I want to develop Sauce to into two, um, two, two kind of um, uh, seasonal uh, products. Um, oil uh, for the hotter months when you, know, you don't really need moisture because it's already humid. And, and a butter for the winter to add moisture and also protect um your your own moisture you know to protect moisture also so i think uh you know um also the butter would you know it, it contains wax so it'll give you a, a more of a protection um at higher temperatures than would oil which would just flow away run away etc 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 so um and also with the with the with the with the butter i can include um some water-based ingredients like um, grapefruit seed extract, aloe vera, um, nettle. Um, yeah, I have some saw palmetto, but I've never really considered using that. Saw palmetto 
is more for ingestion, you know, for, 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 for salt and palmetto is more for internal use. Stinging nettle is more for internal use, uh, but I, um, uh, stinging nettle is kind of, yeah, but um, I'm going to still work with the stinging nettle regarding the butter, but um, the, uh, what am I saying, the, 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 oh my gosh, I forgot what I was saying. Aloe vera has a lot of, it's, you know, important nutrients. Um, uh, what else would I say? Oh, salt palmetto now. Going back to salt palmetto. Salt palmetto almost, uh, you know, works similar to a finasteride. Um, finasteride is a um, internal medicine. Um, but as we already know, Finasteride causes erectile dysfunction and suicidal ideation. This is, was one of the first things I spoke about when I um, started the podcast. Um, so, yes, it's a great, you know, f- finasteride is a great DHT blocker and it restores hair loss in about 75% of men. But um, at what cost? You know, at what cost? It, it too, in my opinion, it too, it works great, but it's um, it costs you too much, health-wise. It's too much of a of a of an impact uh, on your um, endocrine system. Um, now, just about all of these, uh, well, not all of these, but some of these essential oils also are known as DHT blockers. Not only do they fight bacteria top and fungus topically, they're also uh, known as DHT blockers. For instance, tea tree. Um, uh, but um, yeah, tea tree is one of them. Uh, who is another one? Uh, uh, man, I got to look at my charts. You know, I'm not looking at my charts right now. I don't have any notes. I'm just driving. Um, but um think rosemary is also a dht blocker um and there's a few others uh but that's uh we want the dht block we want the testosterone blocked at the point where it's causing the hair loss and you know the scientists have basically concluded that uh, male pattern hair loss or androgenic alopecia um is caused by dht acting at the hair follicle level at this at the scalp level so that's the area where we want to um attack dht we don't want to um disrupt our whole um biological process our our whole endocrine system we don't want to disrupt our whole endocrine system just to treat um uh, a testosterone molecule a dht five alpha reductase you know um we 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 want to treat it at the location we don't want to have to you know a more acute approach rather than a overbearing wide swath uh, approach where it's causing erectile dysfunction and suicidal ideation and other um developmental you know like uh you know I was on Twitter today, and a, a hair um, channel, a hair um, 
I don't know, Twitter page that I follow connected finasteride to um, reduced male genitalia size. So I don't know. I didn't really delve too much into the, the article. So I don't know if it was talking about the organ, uh, the reproductive organ itself or the gonads. I, I, I'm not sure which what part it was referring to. Um, so it's not necessarily beneficial all around. It's not a panacea. It's actually um, it comes at a major cost. So that's why I'm not really a big fan of that. Now, if you have enlarged prostate, if you have an enlarged prostate, then you may want to take saw palmetto, which is a more uh, ayur, what? Ayurvedic? Uh-huh. Ayurvedic or a more holistic, uh, a more, uh, I say, I say a more, um, a lower dosage of a DHT blocker. Um, compared to a finasteride, maybe your doctor can reduce your, your your dosage of finasteride to a level where it's not totally disruptive to your endocrine system. I don't know, but I would rather go with saw palmetto, which is shown, which people understand anecdotally. I don't know if there's been any research, but people understand at least anecdotally, maybe scientifically, maybe there's peer-reviewed studies on it, but I'm not sure that saw palmetto um, reduces uh, enlarged prostate. I remember my neighbor across the street, Jimmy, who passed away. He um, he was having issues with his prostate, and um, uh, my brother had told told me about saw palmetto many years ago um, during a time when I was experiencing erectile dysfunction, and um, I didn't do any research into it at that time because if I did any research into it, I would have realized that. It's not gonna help that it actually, uh, it actually um, advances erectile dysfunction. It would probably would advance it because it's fighting testosterone. So I don't need that. I would, uh, as a young man, I did not need uh, to take any saw palmetto. It's more for reducing an enlarged prostate and um, and potentially saving your life or saving your ability to urinate and use the bathroom if it's you know. If it's significantly enlarged, and and maybe reducing whatever cancers that uh, may be attacking you, but you know, in addition to that, um, getting on a right diet that doesn't include a whole bunch of simple carbohydrates and and sugars. I just ate a lot of sugar today, so I'm being hypocritical. But the um, yeah, so I I I had bought up two big bottles of saw palmetto. <laughs> Uh, because when it did happen to me, I was like so like freaked out and uh, depressed about it, and um, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take this saw palmetto. Definitely gonna take this. So anyhow, I had one. Eventually, I you know I'm not really good at taking medication, so I took it for maybe I don't know a few, maybe a week or two, and then I stopped. So the um, anyhow, the young lady that I was. Uh, I was uh, dating at the time anyhow that that we broke up so um I didn't even need it anymore so I said eh I don't need it anymore I'm not taking this <laughs> and, 
and I guess the whole breakup is probably a big part of you know a big part in mostly part due to my erectile dysfunction at that time, which is totally understandable, you know. So the um, the other bottle I kept it, and then when my neighbor told me that he was having issues urinating, and he uh, you know he had an issue with his prostate, I gave him some yogurt. And I gave him the, the saw palmetto because I did a little bit of research on it. And I realized, oh, well, this can help him, you know. And um, I don't think he ever complained about it like a few years later. Maybe he got, he didn't get radiation or anything like that. So I don't know if he actually used it, but he never complained about that. But, you know, eventually he did pass away. But that was due to um, complications of... Um, um, Complica- I'm going to just say complications of COVID-19. It wasn't really COVID-19 that did him in. Uh, what did him in was the loss of his freedom um, because he did recover from COVID-19, but they refused to release him from the um, the nursing home that he was in or the recovery center that he was in. And um, as a result of that, you know the, the the significant amount of stress that he was under um he ended up staying in the in the nursing home or the recovery centers for about a year he had some accidents where he hit his head and um i, I don't know if they were mistreating maltreating him there but um eventually he developed dementia and um And then that was it. That was that. That was that was the downhill after that. Then he, you know, it seemed like he became dehydrated from the last photos that I saw of him. And dehydration is a major killer of um, of the elderly. Um, uh, in addition to all the sugary foods that they would give them, and the low and the, the higher the 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 the, 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 um, the simple carbohydrates they give them, like pasta and all these other cheap foods and potatoes, potato mashed potatoes and and sugary drinks orange juice and apple juice and all these disgusting you know i'm just i'm just so angry about it right now but hey i didn't do the best i could do i could have done better so um i could have saved him i probably i feel like i could have saved him but i feel that about everybody that i know that passed away i feel like i could have saved them but some of them i couldn't have done anything for because i didn't have any knowledge and some of them i was a child and some of them i was so self-centered and selfish and just focusing on myself i didn't i didn't even consider them or consider dedicating any of my mental faculties to liberating them from whatever illness they had even if they wouldn't take my advice it doesn't matter at least i would have made an attempt um anyhow i'm going off on a tangent but now i find that people that i want to help or to give advice to like i said to help is to want to control you know, when I want to help people, I want to help them. But uh, if they're not receptive to what I'm trying to convey, I get very incensed and offended. Um, and then um, I regret even having done so. You know, so I guess I leave people to their own devices at this point. And then later on, I regret. Later on, I regret that I didn't give them a good word. But that's just the nature of... Um, trying to dance on eggshells and trying to be on uh trying to be likable versus doing what's right you know 
trying to be likable versus doing what's right. Um, yeah, that's a big that's a big issue, which I you know which I should really curtail that. Okay, I'm gonna work on that. I don't need to be liked. I don't need to be likable. Um, but I would like to help people. I would like to help people. Mostly, I guess, for my own glory and for my own satisfaction and so that I don't have to regret later on when I see them suffering. And um, when I see them suffering and I felt like I could have told them something, I'd done something. For my own selfish, to prevent myself from selfishly later regretting whatever happens to them, I would like to give them some guidance. Also, I like to guide people. I like to help people to be independent so that they don't have to rely on me anymore so that I can be more liberated in myself. You know, I'm not a person that needs anybody to cling on to or to, uh, I don't know, to give me their time. So I don't need to keep them disabled. Um, I would prefer for them to be strong so that they'll get out of my way but people don't want to get strong people want to be enabled people want to and they don't know that them being enabled and is equivalent to them being dependent and them being constantly weak and that's not really too much of a problem because you know in my opinion I'm a, I don't have any malintent so for them to be dependent upon me there's really no risk to them you know, if it was somebody that was malevolent, then they could um, easily just crush them um, because they're so dependent upon them. But that's not um, that's not my meditation. Anyhow, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day. I don't even know what kind of title I could give this.